My name is Suzanne Freeman, and I am a member at Pell City First United Methodist Church. I chair the missions committee at our church. I am blessed and inspired to be a part of a body of believers who are the hands and feet of Jesus. Today I will share scripture from Lamentations 3, 22-33. But first, let me give a little context for the scripture. Originally written in Hebrew, Lamentations is an acrostic, which is an alphabet poem. The first word of each verse started with a letter from the Hebrew alphabet in successive order. However, in chapter 3, which I am sharing today, the first word of three consecutive verses started with the same letter from the Hebrew alphabet. The book of Lamentations is thought to be written by Jeremiah. It is a collection of poems in which the author is crying aloud to God. As a result of Israel being unfaithful to God, God allowed the Babylonians to destroy Jerusalem and the temple. Hence, Jeremiah is mourning this destruction. Like you, I've experienced hardship in life. Some hardships were a consequence of my own actions, my own sin. And some were just part of living in an imperfect and sinful world. Although much of Lamentations is about mourning and weeping, chapter 3 gives us hope. It reminds us to hope in the Lord and His faithfulness to us. Have you ever had a good cry when you are sobbing uncontrollably? I have. And maybe you were sobbing uncontrollably because you were experiencing something that was very devastating and unimaginable pain or suffering. And you sort of pause as if you're all cried out. To me, that is where chapter 3 begins, where we stop crying and we start to see a glimmer of hope where we pause from our sobbing and look up to God. For us as Christians, our hope is in the Lord. Let me read Lamentations 3, 22-33. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for Him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in Him, to the one who seeks Him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. Let him bury his face in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him offer his cheek to one who would strike it, and let him be filled with disgrace. For no one is cast off by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion. So great is his unfailing love. For he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to anyone. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Our children are grown now. However, when they were little, we had to discipline them when they misbehaved for maybe telling a lie or pinching their sibling. Our goal was to teach them right from wrong and help them learn from their mistakes. When we disciplined our children, we quickly followed up the conversation or punishment with how much we loved them. We separated what they did, their misbehavior, from who they are. We wanted them to know all the good we saw in them and how much we loved and valued them. Just as we wanted the best for our children, God wants the same for us as His children. Sometimes God allows us to suffer the consequences of our sin. 
However, He also redeems us and shows us His faithfulness, His never-ending love for us. God allowed the Babylonians to destroy Jerusalem and the temple because of Israel's unfaithfulness, but that is not the end of the story. And verse 22 says, Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. Our mistakes, our inappropriate choices, our sin, our sorrow and tragedy we experience on this earth are not the end of the story, nor do they define us in God's eyes. God's judgment is followed by hope and His enduring faithfulness to the one who seeks Him, as verse 25 reminds us. Verse 32 says, Though He brings grief, He will show compassion. So great is His unfailing love. There may be consequences of our sin, but by grace we are forgiven and God is faithful to us if we put our hope in Him. Verse 22 and 23 say, Because the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And there's just something so beautiful about seeing the sunrise. We think about a new day and a new morning. What we could not see during the night is now illuminated. We see the beauty of the earth with trees and flowers and the hope of a new day that dawn offers us. A new day brings renewed hope, forgiveness for past sins, restoration with God, and new opportunities to make things right and to get on with doing God's work. Verse 26 says, It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And verse 28 says, Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. Sometimes we just need to wait quietly, as the scripture suggests. This is hard in a world of instantaneous solutions and quick fixes. Candidly, this is very hard for me because I am a fixer, and my tendency is to scurry around trying to find a solution to a problem when the best thing might be to sit and quietly wait on the Lord. There are times when we literally just need to be still, be quiet, and feel the Holy Spirit surround us and give us comfort. There are times when we are waiting, we may have to go on living, but know that God is ultimately in control, and thus our waiting might sometimes become weeks, months, or years, and maybe even until eternity in which we learn God's perfect plan. But we need to wait on the Lord. Verse 24 says, I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait on him. We don't have to have everything figured out in this life. We just need to trust God and his wisdom, his perfect plan. Simply stated, we don't always need to have the answer, but just trust the one who does. So no matter who you are, what you have done, or what you are going through, If you seek God, He will forgive you, and He is faithful to you, always and forever. Just as the hymn written by Thomas Chris Holm in 1923 reminds us about God's faithfulness, the lyrics refer to Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. I will read this beautiful hymn, and as I do, let the words soak in about how great Our Heavenly Father's faithfulness is to us. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. 
Thy compassions, they never fail. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in their courses above. Join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Pardon for sin and a peace that endureth, thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide. Strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Blessings all mine with ten thousand beside. Great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Dear Lord, we thank you that even in our darkest hour, when things seem so bleak, when we feel alone, when we've messed up, when we cannot make sense of life in this, on this earth, when we feel like we are at the end of our rope, when we feel like we cannot make it another step or survive another moment, we know that you are faithful and you are with us. We thank you for hearing our cries, seeing our pain. We thank you for forgiving us. We thank you for your mercy, your unending love, your steadfastness, and for never leaving us. Our hope is in you. We wait on you. We seek you during the moments of joy and also in the moments of sadness and confusion. We trust you. It may seem dark now, but we will wait for daybreak and know that every day is full of your love and your promises. And we know our ultimate sunrise is being with you and seeing your glorious face in heaven. Until then, we wait on you and are comforted by your faithfulness to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.